I think that soul and spirit, it all comes down to really just doing what makes you happy. And if you're not happy, your soul is going to feel a bit crushed. Your spirit's going to feel like it can't fly. If it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. Welcome to the Dream Smarter Podcast, a no BS conversation about entrepreneurship and becoming successful in smart and efficient ways. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of the Dream Smarter Podcast. My name is Alex. I'm the host of the show, as well as the founder and creative director at High Moon Studio, which is a brand and website design studio slash agency, whatever you want to call it. We offer done-for-you design as well as education for designers and entrepreneurs. Today, we are going to talk about how to live like a CEO, which I think is going to be super fun because... I mean, in all honesty, when you start your own business, you don't really think about how many changes you're going to go through. And one thing that I didn't think about, which you'd think that I would have, but I didn't, is just how different my day is going to look regarding just like how I'm living moment to moment. It's no longer me waking up without a worry, having to go to work, probably rolling my eyes and being pissed that I have to go to work, right? But going to work, doing my job, clocking out, coming home and having the night and the headspace to do whatever the hell I want. And same on the weekends, right? That is no longer a life for us CEOs, for us business owners. We have so many pressures. We have so much anxiety. There's so many things on our to-do list. We can always be doing more, blah, 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 blah. There's just a lot going on as an entrepreneur. So we need to set ourselves up for success and we need to create a day and a life that supports us as a CEO. So that's why I wanted to you know, title this one today, How to Live Like a CEO, because you could just be a solopreneur who plays small, makes enough money to get by, and has more time, more balance perhaps. That's not what I want. I'm a business-hungry female, and by the way, neither are right or wrong. But to me, I have to force myself to do things in my day that I normally probably wouldn't if I just woke up and went to work and then came home and had no more responsibility, no more work responsibilities, right? So I really had to set myself up for success and find a way to live that worked for me and supported my work, okay? So that's all to say. Today we're going to get into mind, body, soul, and spirit. All of those things, to me, are necessary. They deserve a lot of attention. It's just like this necessary attention we need to give to all four things, mind, body, soul, spirit, in order to live a completely joyous, full, happy life as a CEO. I think in general, everybody needs those things, but especially CEOs. We can't just wake up and work until our eyes are too tired to work anymore. That's how I used to operate my business is hustle, 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 hustle. Like always the work from the moment that I woke up to the moment I went to bed, I was on my computer designing, sending out invoices, doing all this bullshit. I did not spend time focusing on my mind, my body, my soul, and my spirit. But those things are all so important and we cannot let those things fall off of our 
schedules because of the work. The work is better when we give the time and the energy to our mind, to our body, to our soul, and to our spirit. It all plays together and it will help you be a more successful CEO. So let's get right into it. We'll start with the mind. These are all my little tips and tricks. Obviously, we're all different, so do whatever works for you, but these are the things that work for me. Number one is having a morning routine. So I don't always do it in order. I am not, I I love having routines, but I'm not somebody who's like, every single day I wake up and then I have my lemon water and then after the lemon water, I journal and after the journal, I work out and then after the workout, I shower. I, I can't do that every single day. I need space for flow in my life. So I have a list of things that I do or would love to accomplish every morning in my morning routine to set my day up for success. Some days I don't get to all of them. Some days they're a bit jumbled. Some days I get to them not in the morning, but like later in the day. For instance, today I haven't worked out yet. I'm going to do that after these podcasts. It's just how it worked out today. So I prefer to give myself space for flow and just to go off of how I feel. But my morning routine pretty much includes waking up. I go, I do go on my phone right away. I'm limiting it to like 30 minutes. So I check my emails, check my texts. I go to bed pretty early. So oftentimes my friends will like text me overnight, check my texts, check my emails, check my social, anything that's like super, super important for the day. I I just get 30 minutes of phone time in bed when I wake up, (laughs) which I I wish wasn't the case, but it is. So fuck it. I'm going to be honest here. Then after that, I typically will go to the bathroom and I will get myself ready. So I brush my teeth, use the restroom, wash my face. Usually I'll brush my hair. Sometimes I'll even like throw a few more curls in my hair, put on some sunscreen, whatever. I get ready pretty quickly. This is when, this is just my day-to-day stuff. If I'm doing a photo shoot or if I'm doing like some TikToks or whatever, I will get myself ready a bit more than that, but this is just in general. I will put myself together. I'll put on like my workout outfit with like a sweatshirt or whatever. And then I come to the kitchen. I'll have a little bit of water, try to have more than a little bit of water. And then I usually take my morning vitamins. I have morning and like AM and PM vitamins that I take or supplements. They're not all vitamins. And then I drink celery juice every week, which I don't make myself. I can't do all of this myself. I don't make the celery juice myself. I order it every week. To me, time is money. (laughs) So I pay for these little extravagance, you know, these extra things in my life especially the health things. I I love spending money on health. So I have my celery juice. And then after my celery juice, I typically, again, this isn't always in order. I'll sit down and I will do a guided meditation, which I just find one on Spotify that is speaking to me that day. And then after the guided meditation, I try and journal a little bit about, I don't have anything that I journal about in particular. It's just whatever I feel flowing out of my mind that day. And then I will make myself a coffee and then I'll sit down at my desk, which is my kitchen table or the couch, wherever I want to. And I'll pull up my computer and then I'll check ClickUp to see if my team needs anything for me immediately in the morning or if I have to deliver anything to anybody. I just want to make sure that the team is set up in the morning when they start working so that they can just like get the ground running, contact my team, see if there's anything they need, give them anything they need, all of that. Look through my emails, make sure there's nothing that's super important to get to. So I'll spend about like 30 minutes to 
to an hour on my computer, drinking my coffee, and then I will hopefully be able to work out. Sometimes my sometimes I have meetings and stuff like right away that I have to get to, but I like to work out or take Haynes for a walk. We have this walk that we always take through some of our neighborhoods and it's like an hour long walk. It's a perfect amount of time to be outside. So that's my morning routine. Um, again, doesn't always go according to plan, but I try. So have one of those. It really sets your mind up for success for the rest of the day. Number two, my tip for your mind is to always constantly be educating yourself. So for instance, I, when I go for my walks, it's not just to go out and get vitamin D. I'm all about the multitasking. I always listen to a podcast on business or spirituality or anything along, you know, health, wellness, whatever, anything to just continue to educate myself on different topics. So I'll listen to a full podcast when I'm going for my walk, which is super great. Other ways to constantly educate yourself is of course you can just like go and learn a new program and watch tutorial videos, right? That takes up time. But other things you can do is watch documentaries, listen to podcasts when you're working, read books, you know, that you love. I love reading, you know, just anything that you can do to get out of your own head and put more information inside of your head, anything that works for you. Everybody's different. I, again, typically get a lot of my education through podcasts because it's just, I love being able to listen while I'm doing something else. I wish I didn't feel like I needed to be doing 1500 things at once, but I do. And that's just, I've accepted that about myself. So that's a way that I get a lot of my information. Um, but I do love watching documentaries at night, you know, with a glass of wine when I'm relaxing, at least, at least I'm, you know, getting some good info in my noggin or books too. Like if I'm going on a little work vacation, I'm going to be working, but a little vacation to Miami. And I'm going to definitely bring some of my business books, some of my spirituality books with me and we can lay out and tan obviously with some sunscreen so that we're not killing our skin. Get some sun and read a book and it's just gonna be amazing. So anything that you can do to constantly educate yourself is going to help your mind. It's always great to get fresh information in your noggin and just it just gives you so much purpose to, to constantly be every single day, like how can I learn more, all of that type of stuff. Number three, getting enough sleep. So I don't know if you guys have ever researched your sleep archetype. You can just type it into Google sleep archetype and you can take a little quiz and get your quiz. I am a bear. I could fucking sleep forever. I could, I can, I could fall asleep right now. Like after this, if I was done with this, I could put my head down and fall asleep. I love sleeping. I love napping. Naps are a good way for me. I will sleep in the middle of the day. If I'm feeling, if my mind Oftentimes around noon in the morning, for me, the mornings are when I get the most work done. They really, it really is. And that's, that's another tip that I have in here. I'll just bring it up now. So working when your mind works best. And this is such a unique thing from person to person. Some people are night owls and they get bursts of energy at night where they get super creative and they want to pop open their computer and they want to stay up until 3 a.m. and edit their website or do whatever they need to do for work. That is absolutely not me. My brain stops working, I swear, at like six o'clock. Even though sometimes I really have to push it to keep going. I work best in the mornings. Morning, like fresh after my morning routine or whatever. Right away, my brain is at its freshest, most optimal brain. Whatever you want to call it. It's, it's the best in the morning for me. That's probably not, maybe not the case for you, but it is for me. So getting enough sleep is so important. If I don't get enough sleep, I am a monster. I am actually an asshole. Like I can just tell I'm so triggered by everything. I am so defensive. I just am like angry. And I don't even know why I'm angry. Like I'll just be like, why did I just respond like that? That was so rude. And I'll actually tell people, I'm like, I'm sorry that seemed so rude. I promise I'm not 
mad at you. I'm just like having a hard day because I didn't get sleep. And insomnia is something that I actually struggle with. So that does happen to me sometimes. And on those days, I give myself space because I know that my mind is not there to accomplish some of the tasks that I want it to. And it's best for me to just wait rather than try and push it to do something that it's just not capable of doing that day. So make sure you get enough sleep. It's so important to the mind. Um, I truly thrive off of getting 10 hours of sleep. Some Most people don't need to sleep 10 hours. I love a good 10 hour snooze sesh. Oh, so great. I always feel so refreshed in the morning. So I need a lot of sleep. Go look at your sleep archetype online, do the quiz and see what you are. It'll give you some info on that. And then, yeah, just, you know, really working when your mind works best. That's the great thing about being an entrepreneur. We don't have to stick to nine to five hours. We can work whenever the fuck we want. So for me, I really work best in the mornings. So I will usually work, 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 work my ass off and be super, super productive until like anywhere from like 12 to two. Then I'll take a break because then at that point, my brain is like, OMFG, you just put me through so much shit, especially now that I'm like, I have multiple businesses, I'm working with multiple people. There's just like a lot that my brain has to focus on every single day. So usually around that time, I'll take my break, I'll eat my lunch. I will quite honestly take like a two hour break. Sometimes I'll take a little nap. Sometimes I'll just chill and watch like Vampire Diaries or something. Sometimes I'll take Keynes for a walk. Sometimes I will do my workout if I haven't yet. Just like getting out of the work situation to give my brain a break. Then I'll start working again later in the day up until I, I am done with whatever I need to do for the day, right? So sometimes I'm working until 10 p.m. That's not ideal, but sometimes I need to get the shit done. And if I know if I don't get it done, I'm just going to be more stressed. So rather just get it done. Some days I'm only working until three and I'm like, great, I got what I needed to done today. What should I continue working? Do I have something that I can work on? Or should I take tonight off and give myself a break? Because Rest days are also very important for us entrepreneurs. We need to have those days so that we don't hit burnout. This is all to say, you really just need to pay attention to yourself and listen to your body and work when you work best and fuck what everybody else is doing. You do you. Just pay attention to your life and what works best for you and just blinders, blinders to what everybody else is doing because the only thing that matters is what works best for you. Next area of business is body. When it comes to your body, you want to treat it like gold, okay? So working out is really important. I know that it's really hard sometimes. It's really hard for me, but it puts you in such a better mood. I don't even, I stopped recently. I've switched my mindset from being like working out is going to give me a good body to working out is going to give me a good mind because it's so true and the benefits that it gives your brain. So all of these things pair together, right? Mind, body, soul, spirit, they all pair together. But the benefits that I get from working out, it is just in the brain and just like the way I can think without cloud, you know, the cloudy brain syndrome, foggy brain syndrome, whatever you want to call it. It's, it's gone when I work out. It helps me so much. Working out helps me in way more ways than, than looking fit. So I promise it's worth it. Find what works for you. I have a Peloton, so I use that quite a bit. I love it for cardio. And then I'm a huge fan of Pilates and yoga as well. I, I really, 
I'm somebody that's, I struggle doing workouts by myself. I really need it in the calendar. I love it when it's with somebody else. Back when I was living up north, I had my BFF Ash, who I would work out with, which was super, super fun because we would go to the classes together. We were both so fit. And then I lost that when I came here to LA, especially with COVID, obviously. We can't go to like group workout classes anymore. So I've really kind of struggled keeping myself accountable, but I've just told myself like, if you can do 30 minutes a day, girl... That is great. Even if it's, and now I've kind of worked myself up from that to doing like 45 minute Peloton classes and going for, even if it's just like an hour long walk, or if I can sit down and do my Pilates, you know, for 30 minutes. I also have a trainer that I work with that I I did work out with up North as well. We're doing virtual training. She is a PT. So we do that once a week. And then I recently just reached out to a Pilates instructor here who we're going to do singles classes, just me and her, just one-on-one Pilates classes with a reformer. That way it's in my schedule. It's a meeting. So I'm like, okay, I can't back out because it's a meeting with somebody else and I'm paying for it. So I have to get my ass to my hour-long Pilates class. So I know now it's in my schedule. So I have three, I'm going to be having, you know, three classes of Pilates per week, two of them on a reformer, one of them on a mat with my other trainer. So in between those, if I can do two Peloton classes and go for two long walks a week outside of those, that's amazing. And I can easily, I'll, I'll throw my, I'll get on my Peloton and I'll watch TV if I'm too bored to just do Peloton on its own. So you really have to just, when it comes to working out, it's so important to do it for your body, for your mind, because a healthy body is a healthy mind. So find what works for you. Really figure it out because I think that's the true key to working out is like, how can you make it fun for you or how can you make it just at least sustainable for you so that it doesn't feel like such a chore? So those are my little tips. And then the other thing is obviously putting good fuel in your body. So finding eating habits that work for you. All of this stuff, you guys, it's all about finding what works for you. You can go online and you can see all of these different doctors and all these different people giving advice. And I think it's great to listen to tons of different advice when it comes to food and when it comes to working out and when it comes to just nutrition and health in general. But you really need to just figure out what works for you. Try different things until you figure out what works. If you're somebody that can't tolerate dairy that sucks. I'm sorry, but don't eat dairy, you know, or like find alternatives to it. If you're somebody who can and you love cheese and it works for you, great, eat it, fuck it. Like maybe you're somebody that can't tolerate carbs or maybe you're somebody who can tolerate everything and you never gain a pound. I'm jealous, but you know what I'm saying? Like do what works for you and try and eat organic, try and eat as many, you know, whole foods as you possibly can. That's the biggest thing is just adding in as many whole foods as you can. And then the more you add in, the less you'll eat shit, right? More of the shit will start dropping off because you won't have space for it because you're eating all these really yummy, healthy things. Um, I'm also somebody who loves cooking as just a creative outlet because it gets me off of my computer, gets me off of my phone, off of the screens, and I can just be in my element and flow and cook and Plating is so fun to me. So I love plating. I'm not like a gourmet chef by any means. It's more so just like a fun outlet for me. So I'll do that just to find fun in food. I love food so much. It's so hard not to eat all the time. That's something that I've recently been struggling with hormone stuff, which it's getting under control. Thank God. Thank you to my acupuncturist. Um, she's helping me so much. My hormones were so out of control, you guys. Oh my God. It's because I went off birth control. This is getting personal now, but welcome 
welcome. TMI, I don't care. Um, I recently went off birth control. Since I was 16, I've been on birth control and I haven't had a partner or anybody that I've been um, sleeping with for a very long time. So I was like, why am I on birth control? This makes no sense. I'm putting this like toxic shit in my body or I had an IUD. So there's, there's this toxic thing in my body for no reason. So I removed it and my hormones were like, oh my God, wait a second. How do we function without birth control? Um, We haven't been without birth control since we were 16. So it's been a journey and I can maybe talk a little bit more about that on my personal page, which if you want to follow on Instagram, it's Alex Kraling, K-R-A-H-L-I-N-G. I'll share more personal stuff on there, but anyway, do what works for you. You know, do something good for your body. If you're not somebody who likes high intensity workouts, try Pilates, try walking, try something like that. Anything that you can do to move your body and then put good fuel in your body, organic food, whole foods, anything that you can do that is healthy. Adding celery juice into the mix in the morning has been great for me. Adding green juices throughout the day, doing some smoothies to get some greens in. Whatever works for you, you just got to test some things out and, and really try and find what is excites you and what makes you happy. And what's what makes you happy and what's healthy is, is really what we're looking for here. So go find it. Now on to soul and spirit. I'm going to pair these two together because they're very similar. So what you need to do, number one, not what you need to do, what I do that has made such a difference that I highly suggest you do is getting the fuck outside. Going for walks is so game-changing for me. I'll be having a really hard day in my brain and I'll go for a walk and listen to a nice podcast. And of course I'm in LA, the weather's perfect. So it's like, I know for, I come from the Midwest where it's very snowy and shitty in the winter, but whatever you can do, shoveling the deck, you know, that's something that you can do. It's just so good for you to ground yourself. And by grounding, I mean, putting yourself on nature directly next to nature, especially if you can like take your shoes off at the beach and put your feet in the sand. Oh, so good for your body. So good for your mind. And so, so, so good for your soul and so good for your spirit. The other thing that I have incorporated into my daily routine is meditation. Meditating has truly changed me as a person. It's made me so much less anxious. It's so crazy to look at where my anxiety was to where it is today. I mean, I couldn't breathe. I literally, there was a time in my life where I was like, I don't know if I'm ever going to get a deep breath ever again. And I don't know if any of you guys have ever felt that before, but it's awful. It just feels terrible. It's like you can't, the anxiety just, I couldn't breathe. That was like my physical sign of it. So doing meditation has helped me so much, especially with my soul and my spirit this year. I've really opened up to my spirituality. I kind of had this spiritual awakening that happened that I'm so thankful for. That was very scary when it happened, but I'm so thankful for it. And I've really been trying to connect with my soul and connect with my higher self. And I've all of these things that I'm talking about help with that. So meditate. If you're somebody who's like, how do I meditate? I suggest just looking up some guided meditations on Spotify. That's generally what I will do. Or sometimes I'll just sit in silence and I'll, I I heard this one on a podcast on the wake up with Wesley podcast. I don't remember who was speaking, but she said, if you're sitting, this is one that you can just do on your own. Obviously deep breaths in and out, right? Focus on the breath. You can count the breaths. If it's something that is hard for you to focus, you will always have thoughts coming in and out of your brain. It's just about noticing them there and then letting them go. So breathing in and out, you know, focusing on your breath, maybe counting your breaths. And then going from your root chakra, which is basically in like your butt, (laughs) right? So you have your root chakra and just pretend like you have a cord going from your root chakra down to the middle of the earth. 
okay? There's a center. There's a center there in the middle of the earth. It's just this magical place, Mother Nature, Mother Earth. And in there, it's a bubble. And in this bubble, there's beautiful green grass and there's a beautiful giant tree that is Mother Earth. And hang out there. So send yourself there through that cord from yourself down to the middle of the earth and you can hang out there. There's beautiful blue skies, there's beautiful green grass, there's this beautiful tree. You can lay under the tree and just breathe and just imagine what does that world look like to you? You know, I'm describing it now, but it looks different to everybody. What does it look like to you in your brain? Really get your imagination going. Are there butterflies? Are there flowers? What is the sky? Is there a sunset? Is it clear blue sky? What kind of tree is there? Are there other people around? Is it just you? Like really get into that space and feel yourself there and just feel the good vibes and the good energy and just allow yourself to to be there and be present there no matter what's going in your brain. So that's something that I recommend if if meditation seems, if you're like, what is meditation? How do I do it? It's just focusing and flowing inward and being present. So another thing is tapping into your spirituality. Okay. So I've just explained how I've been doing that. If you're not, I wasn't spiritual at all. Like I didn't grow up with religion. My parents grew up in a super religious household where they were kind of forced to follow specific religions and they didn't want that for their kids. So we grew up in a non-religious household. We didn't go to church. I went to church like with my grandparents during Christmas ever so often, but it wasn't something that we practiced. Like I was never, my mom said she baptized me in her tub. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't anything. There's good vibes and but we weren't like a godly household by any means. But that's to say, I don't think that Every household, like when it comes to spirituality, when I was growing up, I thought that the only spirituality was Christianity or Catholic or, you know, all the other types of religions. I thought religion was spirituality and it's not. So to me, I've really been tapping into my spirituality and like my soul's purpose and my spirit and what it really, what, how I want to live out of love and light and all of those things. And so don't feel like you need to be a religious person in order to be spiritual. I just think if you can find any sort of spirituality that speaks to you, that gives you some sort of higher purpose, whether it's you leaning into your loved ones on the other side, or whether it's you believing in God or the universe or, you know, the stars or aliens or whatever it is, like find something that you can connect to. Everybody's spiritual journey is different and unique. And we all have spiritual gifts, whether you want to believe it or not. Um, We all have out of this world, spiritual gifts. I've been lucky enough to see some crazy things happen to me with my gifts that seem really crazy to other people, but to me that they were very real. So I've been able to kind of tap into some of those things, some of those gifts. We all have them. It's just about if we're connecting to them or not. So if I just suggest like finding something spiritually that you can connect to, that you can find purpose in because it really helps your soul and your spirit, which all of these things in turn help your business and your life and all, all of it. So, so beautiful. I love it. And number four in this section is just to do what makes you happy. You know, I think that soul and spirit, it all comes down to really just doing what makes you happy. And if you're not happy, your soul is going to feel a bit crushed. Your spirit's going to feel like it can't fly. So just finding things that make you happy. If it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no, you know, and don't feel like you need to say yes to things that don't feel right to you. I've stopped that narrative in my life of like, oh, but I have to do it even though I don't want to. That's not fucking true. If I don't want to do it, I don't have to do it. And I don't care saying no anymore. You know, I I just don't. So feel okay saying no to things that don't 
light you up. And another thing with this is if you haven't tapped into your human design or learned about human design or what your human design is, please do so. (laughs) I love human design. It has completely changed my life. The soul toolkit on Instagram is somebody who does readings. Kate is amazing. She did a reading with me. She did the full, I did the full reading, paid for that with her. And it was incredible. Highly suggest it. We talked, she talks so much about business too. So it's not just your life. It's like, how do you use your human design to better your business? She's coming on designer training 2.0 as a guest on the first day, because the first day I wanted to, I wanted her to talk about human design and business and how you can use it to your advantage and how it can really transform everything that you do. I mean, when I talked to her and did my human design reading, literally the next day I changed my entire business model and it put all the pieces together for me. It was so wild, (laughs) so wild, but so amazing. So she's speaking exclusively in the designer training 2.0 and we're actually getting for all the students who who are a part of Designer Training 2.0, the lives, they're going to actually send us their birth information, their birth chart information, so that she can pull up everyone's charts and she can actually teach from everybody's charts who are there in the training. I'm so excited. It's going to be so incredible. So look up your human design chart. Jenna Zoe also has a great one. That's if you're looking for a chart, just type in, I think it's myhumandesign.com, but you can also just type in Jenna Zoe human design into Google and you can put in your information and you can get your chart and then you can start learning about your chart and how you can use it to your advantage in business. So obsessed. It helps you. And this is tip number five is just like moving toward your soul's purpose. So really finding what is my soul's purpose and how do I continuously move towards that? That is going to help your soul and help your spirit and just support it to do what it needs to do because you're here on earth for a reason and you need to just move towards that purpose, whatever it is, it's going to give you so much life and joy and vibrancy and all of these things I'm talking about, they all play together as one. They're all separate little tips, but they all play together. And then the final thing I'm going to leave you with today is just to trust, trust that everything in your life is happening for a reason. You are being, you are being given challenges that you can get through, right? You're not given challenges that you cannot get through. You're given them for a reason. Everything will make sense. Even the shitty times will soon make sense, okay? Like everything, to me, this is just my own opinion. Everything happens for a reason. I always trust, you know, every single thing that comes into my life or walks away from my life. I do not give it my energy anymore, bad energy anymore. I'm always just like, okay, great. So even if something, even if a door closes that I wasn't ready to close yet, I'm just like, okay, awesome. Let's see what's coming next. Like I'm always just excited for what's coming, excited for the lessons I'm going to learn, excited for the opportunities that I'm going to be faced with in my lifetime. So just trust, always have trust in the universe and God and whatever you believe in and understand that you are here in this moment for a reason and just pay attention. Just pay attention and try. The more that you can be like, why is this happening to me? What can I learn from this? It's going to help you. It's going to push you closer to that purpose. Well, there it is. Thanks, you guys. We talked mind, body, soul, spirit today. These are all my little tips and tricks on how to live like a CEO because your mind, body, soul, spirit is what fuels that CEO energy and it allows you to 
build the life of your dreams and the businesses of your dreams. So I hope that you enjoyed the episode. And if you have a review to give us, we would sincerely appreciate it so much so that we would like to send you something in the mail. So if you could go write a review on Apple podcasts, take a little screenshot of it, email it to Becca, which is B-E-C-C-A at highmoon-studio.com. And we'll send you out a little gift in the mail for our appreciation. Have a great day, everyone. See you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Dream Smarter Podcast. My name is Alex Kraling, and I challenge you to grow your business the smart way, not the hard way. Follow along at Dream Smarter Podcast on Instagram. 